My name is Kimberly Fitton and I am her manifestation mentor. Welcome to the Manifesting 101 podcast. I'm so very happy that you are with me. We're going to talk about something super, super challenging. We're going to talk about money blockers. We are also going to do an activation concerning money blockers and we're really going to uh, tackle the faith component and what this manifesting journey is all about. So as always, get a pen, get something to write in, and set your intentions toward what you're gonna pull in this day. I got my coffee, and by God, I mean I had uh, past tense, it was super good, and it's gone. Um, I've done my morning routine, and I wanna challenge you to do something special in this, um, in your morning routine. Make it something that you look forward to so that you don't forget to do it. So why don't you go ahead and pause this podcast. Go grab yourself a candle, a cup of coffee, uh, your fuzzy slippers, anything that would make you feel comfy, cozy, exhilarated, whatever the feeling is that you want to have this morning before we do our 17 seconds or during the time we do our 17 seconds, I want you to have that. So put a pause on it. I'll wait because uh, I'm on your time. Yeah, I'm on your time. And if you're ready to go, let's do it. So for 17 seconds, we're going to get into the vein of great expectation through the avenue of gratitude. We're going to give thanks for all that we can think of for 17 seconds. So let's do it. I'm thankful for my colored pencils, my desk organizer, all of my pens, highlighters, things that make it fantastic for me to work. I love the fact that I can switch the color and it means something more to me. Um, when I decree, I, I'm thankful for the knowledge of the seven spirits of God. I'm thankful for all of my journals that I have, that I've been able to chronicle the experiences. I just am so grateful for this life. I'm grateful for my fingers moving, grateful for my toes, grateful, um, for my teeth, grateful for my tongue, grateful for my eyes, grateful for breath, grateful for this bra holding up what gravity would like to hang low. I'm just so very grateful. Oh, we are so far over 17 seconds. And you're smiling now because I'm a goofball. Maybe laughing. Maybe you made your own list and you were just like, Kim, you're not the only one who's hilarious. And to that I say, you right, girl, you right. Anyway, my name is Kimberly Fitton and you can find me by typing in Kimberly and Fitton on all social media platforms and I will pop up. Um, just like herpes, um, when you think it's it's gone, it pops back up. No, no, I've never had them, but according to the commercials, it pops back up. Um, that is hilarious. I know, uh, a little far beyond, but you're laughing. I know that you are. Let's talk about it. Um, I have been getting. I originally wanted to in the podcast around episode season one, around episode 10, but I'm going to push it to episode 15, I believe, because I'm getting so many questions and comments uh, that I want to make sure that I address them. You guys don't have to wait till the recording of season two, right? I want to kind of leave you hanging, you know, leave that bait on there, but I also 
don't want to leave you hanging. So kudos to all of you who are doing the five by 55. Thank you to all of you who are like, yeah, girl, we want to get out of that challenge group. That challenge group is going to open up in August. So um, two weeks, about mid-July, you will see stuff on social media. And if you haven't already, you need to sign up for the What's Happening with Kimberly Fitton. So go to hermanifestationmentor.com. Make sure you sign up for the email alerts. I do not blast you with random stuff. Um, so you don't have to worry about getting email after email after email from me. I, I typically don't try to sell everything, right? I give a lot of information away for free because I got it for free. And the stuff that I didn't get for free, I don't give to you guys because, or I let you know the book that I got it from so you can sow the, into them too. Because information that I paid for was the seed I put into the ground, into that person. So I reap the harvest. It's really not ethical for me to give away free information that I paid for and didn't experience, right? So I only talk about the things that I've experienced and um, give people the opportunity to sow. One of the laws, um, principal laws, right? Universal laws of manifesting is that sowing because you're sowing all of the time. And we've been traditionally, um, we're classically conditioned to believe that sowing means money. And yes, and also your gifts and um, talents and information and, you know, there's all kinds of ways that you can sow. You can sow seeds by what you say. So um, in this journey, I've learned that I, and I, I promise you, I'm going to take a picture of my manifestation library, like anything that I've ever purchased in this journey to learn about and become enhanced um, in my knowledge of manifesting. I'll take pictures so that you can know. It's a it's a gambit of, of things. Like it's a wide variety. And what I find is um, I get this sense that I am to study and learn. And whatever I learn, I'm always given a revelation on top of that to assist the people that I coach, um, mentor, in this journey of manifesting and even those who are on morning mindset by the way if you have nothing to do on mornings uh, monday wednesdays and fridays you can join the crew the morning mindset crew we go live at 8 a.m eastern standard time um mondays are always decree manifesting monday mondays we talk about that and you can find that on Facebook. Follow the Kimberly Fitton page. Do not send me a personal friend request on my personal page because, they, listen, y'all, when I get locked out of that account and your picture comes across and they say, do you know who this person is? And I'm like, no. Then Facebook is like, why are you friends with them, girl? You can't get into your account. So I really don't do that unless I know you know you. So you can follow me um, on that public figure page. And now let's get into it. So money blockers are things that get in the way of you manifesting money. Um, and then also you can take this, what I'm talking about, and expand it to any blockers concerning anything that you want to manifest and it not happening. So particularly with money, integrity, this whole journey of manifesting is to produce the best life for yourself, right? And so God's concept of good in Jeremiah 29 and 11, um, he talks about 
all of the outcomes of anything that we experience is to produce his idea of good. Well, we know that his ways are far beyond ours and his thoughts are far beyond ours because the Bible says that. Plus, if we have this infinite being, why would we want to put him on our level of thinking? Like, come on now. Um, that doesn't even make good sense. So when I say good, I have my idea for good. When you say good, you have your idea for good. But it is so far away from the eternal, divine, loving, tremendously awesome and amazing God's idea of good. And I want that, which is why at the end of every decree, affirmation, declaration, I say either this or something better. Because I may want a BMW, but the Lord may want to give me a Maybach. Who am me to judge? He's good. I'm going to take it. Who am me to judge? So um, he may, you know, I may want Tyrone and the Lord may want to give me an Idris Elba, stunt, you know, a lookalike, doppelganger. Who am me to judge? Who am me to turn it down? If the Lord wants me to be with someone who looks like Idris Elba, I'm going to be okay with that. I'm going to take one for the team, Lord. Um, so anyway, <laughs> in this journey, because he wants us to have good, we need to be open to, it would be in our best interest to be open to the cultivation of our character and integrity to match the level of good. This is an evolutionary journey. And it's one that is derived from our purpose. Our purpose, quite simply, and when someone walks through life and says, I don't know what my purpose is, I can help you out with that. I wrote a book and it has sold a mini uh, of units. It's called The Science of Greatness, Taking the Guesswork Out of Purpose. Our purpose is, is to help people. That's it. Now, the how we help is where we get caught up and where things get frustrating. And so I created a formula to help people. You buy the book and there's no way that you cannot know. And if you get stuck, you have unlimited access to me through the purchase of it. Because I just want you to be, you know, great. <laughs> so anyway, and even if you don't purchase the book, you're still going to find out what it is that you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. Like that's going to come to you. You can manifest anything. You don't need to purchase anything to manifest anything. Let me just get that, get that through your head. There's no one book. There's no one thing. Listen, you can have and the information you need will come to you. The people you need will come to you. If it takes a million people to get what you need done, to manifest what you need manifested, they will be in their position, all a million of them, because only good can come to you. So with money blockers, with blockers, period. Um, if you don't pay your bills on time, that's a money blocker. If you have debt, that's a money blocker. If you don't think money is for you, that's a money blocker. If you are jealous of others, that's a money blocker. If you are envious, money blocker. If you are bitter, money blocker. Unforgiveness, money blocker. Um, internal dis-ease. You know, disease is the unrest in your life. So unforgiveness, bitterness, if you, those things aren't taken care of, they turn into dis-ease, which then manifest into disease. 
So that's why they say unforgiveness is a poison that you swallow for yourself. It's not affecting anybody else. It's affecting you because you're harboring and, and suppressing and internalizing and it eats away at you and manifests in different ways. Well, this becomes a blocker because in order for you to, to decree and declare or affirm everyone and everything prospers me now and I prosper everyone and everything now. You'd have to actually know how to love your neighbor as yourself and really want everyone to prosper. And that, that means you need to be whole and you need to be healed in order to be whole. These are blockers. If you are wishing ill will for anybody, you will not manifest. If you want to be rich just for rich sake, for yourself, so that you can buy whatever you want and flaunt it in people's faces, it will not happen for you. It's a blocker because manifesting is based off the highest good for you and everyone else around you. Repeat, repeat, por favor. Repeat it, please. Your highest good is based off of the good for you. Manifesting is based off of the highest good for you and all around you. And it's not enough for me to want to succeed. I have to be able to look at my neighbor and say, man, I hope that they do well. I know that they're going to do well. Good is coming to them. Good is coming to my neighborhood. Good is coming to everyone on my job. We're all in for our highest good. Selfish thinking is a blocker. So I want you right now to make a list of all of the things. And I know that some of you are like nodding your head so hardcore right now. Because you're like, dang Kim, ouch, get out of my business, ouch, ow, ooh, it hurts so bad, ow, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it does. Because you've been getting in your own way. What is the point of giving you a million dollars if your character and integrity are not up to par so that you can see it through? What is the point of investing and, and manifesting investors if you're just going to squander the money because of your piss poor spending habits and lack of budgeting? That's not cool. It's not cool, but I've been there. Remember, Chica has had over, at one point in time, at the same time, 12 payday freaking loans. In the red, not paying what I owe, robbing Peter to pay Paul. I had a conversation with a friend of mine this last week. And they were sitting in judgment on some people who were scamming the government. Because, you know, they're giving out these small business loans. And they're in, in my city, there are some kids, honestly, who are scamming. I say kids, they're over 21, but they're, they're babies. Who are scamming because they just want to get rich, right? They, they want that $10,000 or whatever amount that they get. So they've been lying about having businesses. And I don't know how they're scamming, but you know, that's federal funds. So the feds are coming for them. And I was grieved because I knew that that was symptomatic of not having a good relationship with money, not being uh, financially responsible. And that that was a generational issue because poverty is a disease and it's systemic. And so I really grieve because there's no adult in their life giving them right information. I know some of these kids and I taught some of these kids and that's factual. Um, scamming welfare system, living, you know, like it's just a generational poverty and we need to make financial literacy a mandate, graduation mandate. And I think I was going toward that um, just like we mandate health classes and P come on now, financial literacy is important. 
We all wish that we had had it when we were younger if we didn't. Come on now. So anyway, they were like, well, you know, they deserve. Well, I agree because they're going to jail. Oh, y'all going to jail. Are you going to pay that back and your taxes are going to be withheld from you? Your tax returns like it's not going to be it's not going to be sweet. And they were sitting in a place of judgment like, well, they get what they get. And I was like, really? You can't see why they'd be in a desperate place to, to um, you know, basically steal. And they were like, no, nothing, nothing is a good reason to blah, blah, to steal and blah, blah, blah. And I reminded them. I said, really? So do you think I didn't get what I deserved? Should I have gotten jail time? Because you benefited from, I used to date this person. I was like, you benefited from what I did. So for those of you that do not know my story, uh, at one point in time, I, I was living in my car. At another point in time, I was working five freaking jobs. And this is the point I made to them. I was doing everything I should have been doing. And because of the way the system is set up, I still wasn't making enough to live off of, just to cover my basics. Now, there are people who have been in my position and who never did what I did. And kudos to them. But this is why I don't sit in the seat of judgment on anyone. Because I know how far I've come. And I'm super grateful. Super grateful. Super thankful that this is not the life I live now. And for the opportunity to live better and do better. So... I reminded them I was working five jobs and um, I used to get free food and by free it just I didn't pay for it. So uh, I still um, from one of the restaurants that I worked at and brought it home and they 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 benefited from it. I also was working at a gas station where I was taking money out of the gas the, the um, cash register and then taking the frozen pizzas and stuff because we didn't have enough. And I was like so while you're sitting on your moral high horse. You benefited from my lack of integrity and lack of ethics and my, my law breaking. And I was living from a poverty mindset. And um, that was very difficult. I was dodging creditors and all of that. So when I'm talking to you about manifesting and a total life change I'm not lying and you can even like if you wanted to do a search on me you totally could um when I got my job as an educator one of the things that pulled up was a fifth degree theft um charge on there and I'm sharing this because it's totally ridiculous <laughs> but I want I'm always about candor with you all and I want to shatter the illusion that you have to come from perfection in order to live a perfect life and by perfect I just mean whole because I'm as flawed as they come and even with me sharing this with you I still haven't even scratched the surface on my life and I live this life now and I'm not an anomaly so when I went to get the principal job that um, I'd be an administrator, they do a thorough background check, right? And so the fifth degree theft came up and I remember that. I had wrote, I had written a check for $2.38 and didn't have enough to clear it. 
and totally my fault. It was for bread. There's nothing extravagant. And I'm going to go get that wiped off of my record because it really shouldn't be on there. But um, I remember during that, go, I had to go to court for it like and pay the court fees for $2.38. They had time. I'm telling you, that system had time. Hy-Vee had time. I was sitting there in court and I realized at this point in time, I had exchanged freedom, my poverty thinking was about to cost me more. It was about to cost me more from my life than, than what it was worth. Poverty thinking is will always have you in a deficit. And thinking that you, by doing, by acting out of your poverty, act, thinking and creating solutions out of your poverty is better than submitting and opening yourself up to the God-made universe to embrace the changes and evolution that are for you in order to have the life that heaven wants you to have. And I was, I could have faced jail time. And I remember the judge saying to the district attorney, and I, I love this, and I, I realize now what was going on, the other implications that I'm not going to bring up during this <laughs> podcast, because we'll go down the rabbit hole spiral. But um, the judge said, whatever you did, whatever you decide is the punishment I'm willing to go with. So whether it's jail time or whatever... Just let, just, just say it and it's going to be what it is. The district attorney was like, what? Jail time? Or the county attorney was like, what? Jail time? <laughs> no, we just want the money. And the judge wasn't at all happy with the county attorney, but I had to pay court fees and for $2.38, I ended up paying like almost close to $500 with court fees and the, um, and, um, you know, all of Hy-Vee's, all that it took to take me to court and the fine associated with it. And I realized at that point that I could have served time for $2.38. And prison is one of my, um, fears, right? close spaces it's not meant for me tight spaces not meant for me claustrophobia is very very real and it's not meant for cis and also that whole drowning and death by fire thing i cannot do um however what i I don't honor those things in my thoughts but and um i'm just painting a picture for you but i realized that i had been living in a mental prison of poverty and so in this journey of getting my life on track and really opening up and allowing the Lord to change things for me and my concept of what I thought was who he is, money comes so super easy to me now. I can manifest whatever I desire monetarily. I really honestly, even relationships like that has no problem. I'm talking about business relationships. And the last phase that I've been in is the cultivation of integrity and character. 
where the Lord is like, okay, you need to pay what you owe and get your credit up to par, dude. And I've taken such joy in it. And there's been such freedom in it because I never thought that I would be able to do it. Because as a poor kid, I'm like, them creditors don't need my money. But I didn't think that way when I was signing up for credit cards and using their money. That's stealing. When you get something and then you don't pay for it, you are stealing. And that sends off crazy signals to the universe. And that's a money blocker. So right now in the activation, what you're going to do is you're going to write down all of your money blockers. You can pause this and come back to it. All right. So pause right now. Write down all of your money blockers. And remember, if you don't have any money blockers, it could be whatever the blockers are to you not manifesting what you're supposed to manifest. Right. Remember the unforgiveness, the, you know, the things that I talked about earlier. So after you've written these things down, I really want you to affirm the following. Divine love flows through me. Drawing to me. Financial responsibility. And all that I need to remove the blockers of manifestation. It's the love of the divine that flows through us, attracting whatever we need to grow, to do better. And just say this affirmation every day. Every day. You can record it. You can just fast forward this podcast to this portion. And just repeat it. And watch you open yourself up. Watch your mentality change. Watch you begin to just pay off little by little. Watch ideas fall, um, little um, pushing from the universe that says, hey, you should get your credit report pulled. Hey, why don't you look and see what you owe? I think you can pay off some little tiny things on there. You won't believe how much your credit will jump. It will increase just with a little bit. Honestly. So I'm really grateful for this. I'm really grateful that you're learning that mentality affects your thoughts. Your thoughts affect your words and your words definitely affect your world. And I'm so happy and I'm so grateful for that the progress that has been gained in this podcast alone. Episode eight. Eight biblically is the number of new beginnings. And how appropriate is that? to get rid of your blockers and to begin anew. I bless your journey. I bless our time together and I look forward to our time in the future. Now, I'm Kimberly Fitton, her manifestation mentor, and it is my joy to mentor you in this journey of manifestation. Go be great, guys.